It's a question we have all asked ourselves at one time or another. What is my purpose in life? And while we all have many gifts and desires that are unique to us as individuals, we were all created for this one purpose, to glorify God our Father. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. So in a world focused only on self, we want to shift the paradigm to be purposeful women of God. So join us as we change our focus from me to thee. Hello and welcome to the Purposeful Women of God podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Tabitha. And thank you so much for joining us today. We are changing up the order a little bit on the Fruit of the Spirit this week, um, mainly because we had told you guys last week we were going to have a special guest in to do the teaching this week. But that special guest, I guess we can go ahead and reveal that it was going to be my mom. (laughs) So my mom was going to be in the studio with us today, but due to some unforeseen circumstances, my mom and Tabitha's mom right now are extremely busy taking care of their mother. Yes, our aunts and uncles are all stepping in. They're at at that season of life with an aging mother who um, is needing some extra care right now. So Yeah, and they're having to step up and stay with her every night now. So they're taking turns, and it's just been, it's been crazy. And so mom's a little exhausted, so hopefully she'll be able to come back with us next week. But on another note, we do have some exciting news. Um, So Ashley, I'm going to let you share a little bit about this, but I know that all of you have kind of been following along with us since March in that Ashley and Aaron were praying about where God would allow them to settle as their family at church. And so that has happened. So Ashley, why don't you share a little bit about that? Yeah, so it was it was crazy when Tabitha and I decided to do this. You know, Aaron and I were the youth leaders at another church, and then God just revealed that, hey, it's time to to step down and, and go somewhere else, and we did, and so we started this podcast, and I didn't even have a home church, and it felt so weird. I don't know. It was so weird to do this and not even not be at a home church and being in church ministry, but we visited, I don't even know how many churches, and nothing just felt right and was settled and we had no idea where we were going to we were going to end up and then i guess it was what over the summer mm-hmm. <laughs> um it was when we were recording the episodes with our husbands that Derek had kind of mentioned hey look Aaron i just really need your help just through the summer you know our youth leader stepped down and i need someone to just come in and be with the kids through the summer right. And so we weren't locked down anywhere. So Aaron was like, okay, I'll help you. I'll help you through <laughs> just the summer. For the summer. <laughs> just for the summer. And I think he made that pretty clear that he just wanted to do it through the summer. Um, but as we were working through the summer, I think God began to work on Aaron's heart and my heart. And we just, we fell in love with the church and with the people. I, I just mm-hmm. don't know if Derek would have asked Aaron just to help out if we'd be where we're at now, but we fell in love with the people and they were so welcoming and so kind to us. And so last Wednesday, we were voted in as the new youth leaders Yay! at Talmo Baptist Church. Yes. So we are super excited about that. I can't believe we're worshiping t- in church I together. I just, I never really saw that happening. So it's really cool, really neat. And super exciting. We yeah. are all thrilled. So we, are so glad. We we had no idea that this is how everything was going to transpire, but God was working behind the scenes and just is allowing all of us to worship together now. So that's really exciting. And that was that was a really hard time 
you know, for us, those five months we were out of church, Mm -hmm. looking for a church, not knowing where we were going every Sunday, not having anywhere to go Sunday night. A lot of churches don't even have Sunday night service. And we were so used to going Sunday night. We felt we were doing something wrong by not going Sunday night. Mm -hmm. Wednesday nights are weird to visit a church. If you've never had that, and it's just awkward to go on Wednesday night. So Mm -hmm. it was, um, I don't know, it was, it was very hard for us. And honestly, I had kept telling Aaron, why don't we just go until we find somewhere? At least we can go to, you know, we could go and be with Derek and Tabitha. We know them. He was so hesitant. I don't know what it was, but the whole time God was working behind mm-hmm. the scenes and working all this out. And we just had no idea. And I think some of that is our family dynamic yeah. too, wanting to be very cautious about that. Yes. Um, because, you know, church and family yes. sometimes works, but sometimes, and sometimes it not. doesn't. And we, we've prayed really hard about that too, because we love you and Derek so much. We would never want anything to come between our relationship. So I don't think God would have put us here if that was ever going to happen. So right. I'm excited to... Yeah. see Telmo grow with y'all. I know. So, it's exciting. Yeah. Um, God is doing some amazing work at our church. And so it's he just is. really great to be a part of that. So, But that kind of leads us to what we're talking about today. You talked about the church was being so kind. Yes. And so we're going to be talking about that. So since Lisa is not with us today, she was going to be teaching on long-suffering patience. So we're skipping over that today. And we're just going to go straight into... Um, the next fruit of the spirit. But before we do that, I was thinking of just some, I guess, phrases that we say often. So see if you can fill in the blank with this. Uh, we often hear kill them with kindness, kindness. Yeah. Um, exactly. And then I also, you know, on a lot of shirts, you'll see in a world where you can be anything, be Kind. I think kind. I have a shirt that says be kind. Yes. I yeah. think I remember Maddie used to have one. I think you remember when Cinderella came out for some reason that was kind of a big deal then when that the live action came out. I think there was some shirts or something that she had done. You know, I don't have girls. So I, know, I don't know anything know. about Disney princesses as much as I want. And then I saw this quote the other day from Anne Frank. It said, you can always give something even if it is only kindness. And I thought that was really great. And that leads us to what we're teaching on today. So we are continuing our series today on the fruit of the spirit. So let's begin again by reading Galatians 5, 22 through 23, just to refresh our memories. And for the ones who may be new listening to the series, it says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance against such there is no law. So today we are combining two attributes of the spirit. We're going to be talking about gentleness and goodness. We felt like these two were very similar, so it could help in our teaching to bring them together and how they work hand in hand, but also to discuss what the difference is between the two and how they are both equally important. But there is something that I wanted to look at first, especially if you're reading from a different version or translation of the Bible. Most of the versions, um, and if you remember the Fruit of the Spirit song that I sang, <laughs> Love, Joy, Peace, Patience, Kindness, Goodness, Faithfulness, um, they translate gentleness to kindness, and then meekness is translated as gentleness. So I just wanted to point this out in case you're reading from something other than the King James Version. Um, gentleness, goodness, and meekness are all very similar. They cross over and are often 
used synonymously in the English language. So that's why we want to break down gentleness and goodness from the origin. So gentleness in Greek is Christates, which means goodness of heart, kindness, graciousness, and includes gentleness. So considering the origin of the word, we'll be using gentleness and, and kindness synonymously today. The original Greek word for goodness translates agathosune, which interprets as uprightness of heart and life and goodness. So in simple terms, we will be saying and teaching on gentleness and kindness as the same, and goodness, while very, very similar, will be different a different fruit of the Spirit. So I hope all of that makes sense. It does in my head as, as we're talking <laughs> about it. So just remember, gentleness, kindness are used synonymously, and then goodness is going to be taught separately, even though they are very similar. So to help us, let's look at a story in the Bible that demonstrates both gentleness and goodness together. And that story comes from Luke 10, 25 through 37, as what is most commonly known as the Good Samaritan. So let's begin reading in verse 30. And Jesus answering said, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance, there came down a certain priest that way. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise, a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. But the Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him and went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring oil and wine and set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn, and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence, and gave them to the host, and said unto him, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. So which now of these three, thinkest thou, was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, He that showed mercy on him. Then said Jesus unto him, Go and do thou likewise." That's such a beautifully told story. I've always loved that story. Mm -hmm. And to understand this parable in context, you would have to understand not only what was told, but what was untold. We see an amazing act of gentleness and goodness by the Good Samaritan, but we need to look deeper at the divide of cultures between the Good Samaritan and what is assumed to be a Jewish man. So the Jews despise the Samaritans so much so that rather than traveling through Samaria to get where they needed to go, they would cross the Jordan River instead just to avoid going through Samaria, which of course, if they just went through Samaria, it would have yeah, been a much, <laughs> much easier journey. So these two people, like these two groups in general would have hated one another. But despite the conflict between them, the Samaritan had compassion on this man, which yielded gentleness or kindness in also goodness. Yeah. So let's look at the kindness of this good Samaritan first. It's interesting because as we begin studying for our episodes, a lot of times I'll begin with just whatever the topic is, doing a simple Google search. And when I Googled kindness as a fruit of the spirit, we saw all kinds of devotions for kids, which is great. But kindness and gentleness should be basic fundamentals of the Christian life. And yet, we automatically assume that kids are the ones that need to learn this. But wouldn't you think that it is lacking so much in our world among adults? 
which is most definitely yes and it's even seen <laughs> yes. in this um parable just as the priest and the levite just walked on by yeah. they saw the man needed help but couldn't make time to show kindness to someone in need gotquestions.org says when we exhibit the kindness of god we are tender benevolent and useful to others every action every word will have the flavor of grace in it to maintain the attitude toward those we love is hard enough. To express kindness towards those who are against us requires the work of God. And we see this explanation of kindness perfectly demonstrated by the Good Samaritan. He was benevolent, he was tender, and he showed mercy, even when it would have been hard based on their cultural differences. That's exactly right. So let's look at some other verses in the Bible that encourage us to be kind and gentle. Ephesians 4.32 says, And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Proverbs 31.26 says, She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. We're told to live by the golden rule, treat others as you would want mm-hmm. to be treated. And even Jesus in Matthew 7.12 says, Therefore all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, Do ye even so to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Proverbs 16.24 tells us that kind or pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweet to the soul. And let's not forget our teaching on love from 1 Corinthians that tells us love is kind. Right. So I was just wondering, Ashley, can you think of a time when someone demonstrated true kindness to you? So off the top of my head, and this sounds so simple, but it's just something recently um, I, I've told you I take pace to physical therapy twice a week. Mm-hmm. Well, I started trying this before he got out of school. And the local place that I was trying to get him into, something happened with the insurance and they coded it wrong. Well, they didn't even bother trying to work it out with the insurance company. They asked me to call them. Uh, yeah. So I called him. Anyways, long story short, I ended up just not even going to see them because they can never work anything out with the insurance company. Mm-hmm. So I called another place and this lady that works the front desk is the sweetest and I've never had any issues. Mm -hmm. I mean, nothing ever with insurance. I walked in the first time and I was like, so everything's good with insurance. Nothing got rejected. She said, it's fine. You know, I didn't have any Mm -hmm. trouble. Um, And so we've been going for a while now and she's always so sweet when we come in. She's just got such a smile on her face. Hey Pace, how are you doing? You know, when we walk in or Hey Calvert family, how are y'all doing? And making small talk. And I just see her with her job doing what she's supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can hear her calling about, well, I'm working really hard to get this approved or, you know, I can just, I hear it. And I know it sounds so crazy, but you can hardly get a smile at anybody anymore. Especially in customer service where it should be there. (laughs) And so, and she noticed the other day that Reese wears his boots all the time. And she had said, what size does he wear? And I was like, well, he's in an eight right now. And she said, but he like a pair of Rocky boots. She said, I've got a brand new pair size nine that my son's never wore. Oh wow! And would he like to have them? I said, Oh my goodness. He would love to have them. You know, she brought those boots in and we got them. I think we got them last Thursday. That child didn't take them off the whole week and he wore them everywhere. And it was just, just, you know, that's just kind. And I don't know, that's what comes to mind immediately. What about you? Have you ever experienced that? Well, I will tell you just this week, I was thinking about us in the podcast. And you know, for those of you who don't know, this is a very vulnerable, I guess, for Ashley and I just yes. to put ourselves out there like that. And sometimes very. we can get in our head. 
But so many of our friends have just been so kind just to, if they listen to the episode and something resonates with them in some way, sending a text just to say, hey, I just want you to know I've been listening and this is what I got out of this and I just want to thank you for doing that. Like, that's not why we do this. That's not what we're looking for. But, you know, I shared one with you this Mm -hmm. week from a girl who used to work with my mom who, you know, we have connections in different areas, but we don't see each other very often. But she just sent me a message and was just like, and that was so encouraging. Just the encouragement. I think God is sending us little nuggets of encouragement every week by means of our listeners. And it's it is. It's just that little thing that we need to keep going. But it's just simple keep going things and like simple. that yeah. that is just kind. Yes. It, and it makes somebody's day. Like it one does. gesture like, like that just allows us to get through the rest of the week. It and does. like, hey, I'm going to power through and we're yep. going to finish up and we're going to finish strong. And so just a great reminder to all of our listeners that a, a text or something like that it can go it, a long way. It goes way. a long way. Kindness a long goes way. a long way. It sure does. And so not only are we called to walk in the spirit in gentleness, but also goodness. So you may be thinking, well, is there a difference between the two? So what is the difference? So gentleness brings compassion and love and kindness. But goodness, as one commentator said, is virtue and holiness in action. So goodness is then going that extra mile. Goodness is not only the Good Samaritan having compassion, but it was him doing something about it. Matthew 5, 41 says, And whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him twain. Don't just go one mile with him. Go two. That's right. And it's just like what we were talking about. So kindness is that sending a text to someone who's in need, and just to send something encouraging to someone. But goodness is taking that extra step and going and maybe sitting with them during mm-hmm. a trouble or, you know, a troubling time or something or taking them dinner or running errands for them, whatever they need and meeting that need for them. Goodness takes intentionality and sacrifice. And we see that in the story. Goodness cost the Good Samaritan time in his travel and money out of his pocket to put him in the inn and take care of his expenses. I go back to when my dad was really sick, and I know I've talked about that several times, but sometimes unless you're going through a valley, maybe you don't always appreciate the kindness someone gives to you, Mm -hmm. or maybe you just don't recognize it as much. But during that time... My whole family was so encouraging with texts and just calls in our church family. But, you know, I do remember specific things. You know, we talked about how, you know, you prayed and fasted for our family. And nobody's ever done that for for us before, as far as I know. And then um, I started thinking about your mom brought us food. And, you know, we were all sick. We all had COVID, like, at the same time. But we were about two, three weeks in. My dad didn't go to the hospital until he was he was after two weeks having COVID, you know, and he got admitted to the hospital. So we had all taken our tests and we were all tested negative and everything. But I know it was still a very worrisome time for people Mm -hmm. to even be around us. But I think your mom had, didn't she have it like somewhere around that same time too? It was crazy how all that happened. But she came and brought us a ton of food. And I mean, she outdid herself like she always does. She had, I think she brought barbecue and she Mm -hmm. had the buns and the dessert and everything. But she she talked to mom too. I remember her and mom being able to go out on the porch and just talk 
and you and know, your mom needed that right. I then. can't tell you how much my mom needed that because I probably wasn't the best support for her during that time because I was just as worried and upset as she right. was. And so Aaron got me out of the house, and Mom and Bobby were able to have that time together. Mm-hmm. And I know that really helped Mom. And then I think about um, Candace and Kevin, our some of our other family members. They brought mm-hmm. us Chick Fil A and a ton of Chick-fil-A and so it was just I don't know just the fact that some people came and and took the time but I also remember a girl that I worked with and I didn't work with her but for maybe gosh I might have worked with her two years at most before she left um, the company after she had her baby but we didn't we kind of would stay in touch with a text here and there but she ended up sending my dad a care package Oh, really? oh man, it was such a sweet thing. I mean, I think he still uses the blanket, but it had a blanket and all kinds of stuff in it. And when they got that in the mail, I was like, they're like, who is this from? And so they opened it up and everything. And I realized that she had sent it and it was just that's so nice. Yeah. And that's one of those things that it was goodness. You know, you think about all that and she went above and beyond just to, to send something. And I will never, ever forget that. So, I mean, like I said, we had many calls, texts that I appreciated, but I guess he would say, you know, those people, and I could be missing something, but those people took it to that goodness level. You know, they went that extra mile during I that feel time. Like I struggle with that. I'm yeah. good. I say good, fairly good about just sending a text to someone, yeah. hey, thinking about you today, or I prayed for you this mm-hmm. morning, which I know that that can be encouraging sometimes, but doing that extra mile, right. that is tough for me. Yeah, I, I feel like sometimes I have the mentality of, well, I don't want to intrude. I know and, they're going through yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. But just like you said, that care package, that's not her oh, intruding. That right. was super nice. Yes, and it was it was just something that was really thoughtful. And I don't know, I feel the same way. I always feel like nobody, I don't know, I've always been like that. Like nobody, that's why it was hard for me to do this podcast. Because I'm like, nobody cares what I have to say. Nobody, <laughs> you know, I mean, I hate to say that. But I'm like, I shoot him a text, I'm thinking about you. But nobody really cares if I come see him. Or, I mean, you know, like I have but that mentality. Do. Like, but they do. Who, you know, and like, I don't want to, like you said, I don't want to intrude. Or if it's right. a really tough situation. And sometimes you don't know. You don't know what to say. So you're like, am yeah. I just going to go and make this more awkward? Right. But, you know, I always go back to the book of Job. And oh, while yeah. his, his friends were not always great, you know, <laughs> at the beginning, though, they just sat with him. Right. In the and beginning. at that moment, yeah. that's really all, all they needed. need. Yeah. They didn't have to have the answers. That's right. They didn't have the answers. They you know, didn't. We know, know. We know further than that they story. Started they, talking. they needed to shut up. <laughs> yes. But, you know, that's part of it. It's yeah. just going and sitting with someone right. and just, just or, being there. Or, like you said, going and sitting on the front porch with them just for a few minutes. Just, yeah. hey, do you, do you have something you need to get off your chest? Or, and I think if you if there. you don't know if that's something they would like or not, because people are different, mm-hmm. but the, just ask them. You know, I have a friend of mine that I hadn't seen in a little while who's going through a hard time, and I, I recently just reached out and was like, I'm thinking about you. Can we meet for lunch? Right. You know, would that be okay? And I know you're going through a lot, but when would be convenient for you? I mean, just, just I know sometimes it can be tough, especially as busy as we are, but fitting those things in, man, it goes a long it way. Does. And being the good, bringing goodness is what is going to bring radical change in our world. Mm-hmm. We see evil and we don't understand it. We see confusion all around us and it's frustrating at times, especially as Christians. But the only way we're going to experience change in the world around us is to be the change. And that comes through kindness and goodness that is only given to those who walk in the spirit. 
As a follower of Christ, we are called to a higher standard. We are called to go the extra mile, but not out of vainglory and personal gain, but for the benefit of others that comes from a foundation of love. And remember, if it's not done in love, as we talked about a few weeks ago, then it means nothing. Yeah, it's You know what kindness without love is? It's fake. Mm. And nobody likes a fake person. And we can sense that if if the the kind gestures that people are doing is coming out of love or if it's coming out of something that they can gain in return. Yeah. Um, and it just takes me back like what you said, you know, we're not supposed to do it for praise or glory. Right. You know, I had pulled up some scripture, but I'll save that for later. But, um, you know, gentleness and goodness should stimulate us to loving action toward others. It's doing something and not expecting anything in return. Galatians 6.10 says, As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Okay, so we see someone at the point of death, and we show them genuine compassion, kindness, goodness. Okay, check. I'll do it, right? But what about when you're in a hurry, in the checkout line, at the grocery store, and the cashier is taken forever. Will you show her kindness? What about the person at church that hurt your feelings and you've been harboring resentment? Will you show kindness and goodness to them? We can be kind in the big things, but are we demonstrating that goodness and kindness in the small things? Well, yeah. and as you were saying all of that, you know, I think about social media, and we talk about that a lot. We've talked about wanting to do proper etiquette on all of that but you know you think about it's easy just to pop off um, a message back to someone if they post something that you disagree with or even you know in this next coming year we're going to be going through another um, election election so Mm -hmm. a lot of political differences we're going to see a lot of that how are we going to respond to those people who think a little bit differently than us and here's the thing We don't always have to agree. That's not what kindness is. Kindness is not caving to someone else's opinion or ideas when you know they're wrong. That's right. But it's all in how we approach our disagreements. Demonstrate gentleness and goodness, but lead with love. Think about raising your kids. I can shepherd them and lead them to goodness and love, but sometimes that comes with hard conversations. That comes with disagreements, and sometimes it even comes with consequences, as as we've talked about before. But I do all of that because I love them, because I see something that is better and greater for them. But I need to have that kindness and compassion and gentleness and goodness and all of those things in my heart as I'm trying to have those hard conversations with them. Rather than yelling and losing your temper, losing your cool. Because I'm not going to get far with them by doing that. that. I think a lot of people shut down with that. Yeah. I mean, you see. Well, I do. I, yeah, <laughs> you're going to come at me. Yeah, I'm probably going to shut down too, you know. Um, so what is the purpose for all of this today? As we discuss what's the purpose, let's go back to the parable of the Good Samaritan that we've already talked about. There is so much that we can learn from this story and how to display gentleness and goodness. But when we see ourselves as the Good Samaritan, we're missing the mark. The purpose of this story is to recognize that Jesus is the Good Samaritan and we are the ones that are in need. What did the Good Samaritan do? He displayed the greatest amount of compassion. He didn't leave the man in his suffering. He got involved and he paid the cost. And Jesus did all of that just for us. 
we were the ones who were dead. We were dead in our sins. But in his great love, Jesus paid the ultimate price so that we could experience salvation. The purpose of this story today is to help us realize that we are the ones in need. We are the ones needing compassion. But then once we've experienced the joy of salvation and we've received that into our lives, let's love others with the same gentleness and goodness that Jesus has shown to each of us. I like that. And I think if this is something you're struggling with, pray about it, you know? Yes. So what's the challenge for us this week? Don't walk around with your head in the sand. Live with gentleness and goodness. Be the change that we all so desperately want this world to experience. But it starts with you, and it starts with me, and it starts with Ashley. Find someone this week to go the extra mile with, in love with gentleness, kindness, and goodness. In Candace Cameron Bure's book, Kind is the New Classy, she says, character is countercultural. So let's clear the deck right now of any misconception that kindness is just the stuff of sentimental greeting cards. No, it's the stuff of culture change. It's the stuff of revival. Kindness is incredibly powerful because it is so unlike what most of us see every day. It does not come naturally to us. We have to work at it and build it like a muscle. But when we do, it stands out. In a world where rudeness and selfishness is the norm, a simple act of kindness can spark radical change. It's classy, it's countercultural, and it stands to make a world of difference. Are you in? I love that. I've been telling so Pace good. every time he gets out of the car, and it's so funny, before we even did this, I'm like, all right, buddy, have a great day. Go be nice to somebody. I mean, you know, I told him this morning when he was getting out of the car, I was like, go hold a door open for somebody. I was like, especially those girls. And he was like, yeah, right. And you shut the door. But I'm like, really? Like, go be nice to somebody. Instilling them. Find the person who needs that extra bit of kindness. The kid that's off Mm -hmm. by themselves or, and you know, it's, once again, we want our kids to be that way, but. We need to be that we way We need too. to be that way too. We need mm-hmm. to go find the person maybe the that's person. over in the corner and start a conversation. So let's end this episode on the goodness of God. Psalms 34, 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Psalms 107, 10. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. For his mercy endureth forever. Tabitha, will you just close this out in word of prayer? Sure. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we just come to you today. Lord, we thank you, God, for this time um, to study your word together, God. And we just thank you that you demonstrated the ultimate level of kindness and graciousness and goodness to us when you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross for us. And we just thank you for that. And God, now that we have experienced that kindness, Lord, may we go out and spread it around to the world around us, God, and create some culture change like never before. We love you and we thank you for all that you've done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. Make sure you follow along with us on Instagram and Facebook. Remember, as always, a sincere desire to become purposeful women of God starts with changing focus from me to thee. God bless from our hearts to yours. See ya. Bye.